Casey, here we are. We are back for 47. 47. Uh, How are you? Uh, you know, I'm doing I'm doing okay this week. I really, really am. This this week has been better than last week from a certain point of view. It's been much, much, much worse from another point of view. Yes. But I, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the other point of view where it looks really good. How's okay. your how's your week been? <laughs> I'm good. We're good. We're we yeah. officially we were I wasn't mentioning it, but um Kevin's job. So there was like a delay in the start date and the start date. Yeah. Oh, we just need to delay. And so it was getting to the point where like, oh, is something falling through? You know, so literally two hours before we started, not even an hour and a half before we started recording. Yeah. He got the official letter, an official start date. He just signed it. But uh, yeah, so for several weeks, there's been a bit of delay. So we were like stressing out a little bit. But so I Yay. I can imagine that's wonderful. Yeah. He, he has to be very, very happy. Yes. That, yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a, it's a big gorilla on your back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I get that. I really, really do. It's, yeah. it's, it's not easy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny because I was talking to um, my friend Justin and, and we were, you know, uh, texting back and forth about it. And it, we were like, yeah, he's starting to feel a little rocky too about everything. <laughs> like, right. You know, like, Oh, what's going on? So now to have that officially underway is a big deal. So now I, I'm a little unclear about Kevin. I, I want to, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little unclear about this one. We've never really met him. So we don't right. know if he exists. That's he does, one. I <laughs> we don't know that he could be like, like Norm's wife in cheers. We never <laughs> met Norm's wife. I don't know if you remember in cheers, Norm would always get the phone call from yes, Vera and you have to come home. Okay. And mm -hmm. the one time we saw Vera, we saw her calves walking down the steps into cheers. And right. then they stop at the window and we see her walk back up. So I don't know if you're a little crazy and you've invented a husband. I don't know if you're living with a family in a big house and they don't know you're there. Mm, that's I, I hope we get a chance. <laughs> hey, at least. My better half was on camera. Okay. Yes, yes. See, at least we know she exists. Well, I would like, I'd love to get him on. He's, uh, I would love to get him on, but he's kind of like, no, no, no. You know, he doesn't, he's kind of shy that way. He's kind of like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. That's what so. Meg says on Family Guy when she has a boyfriend. <laughs> okay. Shut up. You man. saw pictures. I posted him. I saw pictures. It looked that like they were photoshopped. It looked oh, like they were. Oh, yeah. I saw a guy in a frame at Walmart. I bought a bunch of frames for my Rocky room. And uh -huh. the same guy was the same guy in that picture. So either if you do have a husband, he's a secret male model or yeah. you, you know, superimpose him in. No, yeah. what I want to I want to ask you something about Kevin, because I am trying to get a feel for this man. Mm. Um, where is he on the Rocky vibe? Does he like Rocky? Is he addicted? Does oh, he yeah. know? Like, is he like us? Like, how, how is he? No, he loves Rocky. He yeah. he saw Rocky, you know, he was 10 when Rocky came out in 76. So, you know, and he, he was a kid and he bought, you know, li lifted weights, you know, really, really young, you know. So, no, he was he was very moved by it. Rocky won. Rocky, I shouldn't say Rocky won. Tony Seal Kill Me. Original Rocky. Um it, you know, he was very inspired by that. I think if he were to answer the question, which one's your favorite? Yeah, it yeah. would it would be original Rocky for sure. He loves them all and right. he is watching them because I'm watching them. Yeah. But yeah. um, you know, he's not crazy like we are. <laughs> like does, our, our bubble, he, but he gets it. Yeah. <laughs> has he ever asked you to dye your hair black and wear the red beret like on a no. Friday night? <laughs> No, I have no. worn the beret, but no, no. He's, he's I'm not never had you put on like 20 sweaters and just go ice skating. 
No. Well, that's what New England is like. So that was happening yeah. anyway. <laughs> ah, regardless, right. Rocky or not, that's what was happening. Yeah, yeah. So All no, right. he he definitely likes. He's just quiet. You know what I'm saying? He's quiet. He's like, oh, you just do what? your thing. I I hope to convince him to get him on sometime, but. Well, from time to time, I'm going to be asking a few more questions. I'm a little suspicious that he doesn't exist, but okay. I, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt for now. Okay? <laughs> okay. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt for now. I uh, <laughs> hey, speaking of the benefit of the doubt, uh, mm. how is everyone doing in our Rocky universe? Mm. Last week, our good friend Roz yeah. was kind of fighting uh, yeah. to kind of get back in tip top shape. How is she? She's good. She, she went through the surgery and um, they had to release some scar tissue. Um, it ended up being a bigger surgery than they thought it would be, of but course. she's home now and you know, she's fine. She's okay. The discouraging part is she is like starting all over again from her original surgery. So the yeah. healing it's, it's the same. It's not going to be a quicker recovery this time or anything like that. It's right. like starting all over. So we text, she sounds good. I think I would certainly tell people, Hey, send her a little encouraging word every now Please and again. Go. Um, just cause it, it, it's kind of a bummer. It's really, it's like hitting a wall. So yeah, yeah. But she's okay. She's being positive. But, she really is. She's being positive about it. So that's, I'm, I'm yeah. very happy to hear that because yeah. you know, she's, um, she is really a Rocky super fan and you know, she appreciates us. So anybody yeah. that takes the time out of their busy yeah. schedule to watch us <laughs> numbskulls try to put together a right? podcast from scratch. That says a lot about them wanting to be our like friends right. you know so right, so right. that's that that's a good deal um that's anyways hey stacy what time is it i i don't hmm. have anything here i could what time is it do you know what let's time it is see let's see what time it is wow. oh my god chandler bing look at this wow so this was my housewarming gift from Rick Babcock and his wife. I'm sure she was <laughs> wow. all the hours that she had to be without him while he did this. So this is wood. Look at that. And I, it's, it's not like it lights up or anything, right? No, it doesn't, do no, it doesn't like light up. It, no, it flashes. It, Hold on a second. Let me see. Oh my okay. God. <laughs> Step right up and guess that large man's weight. Step right up. That's what it looks like. It reminds me of something I would see in a great like circus. I love that thing. It kind of has really a retro feel to it. So yeah. there's this like little remote. Wow. You know, and I was like, and I'm opening it. It's funny because he wrote a little message on the back. So Aww. this was the first thing I saw. Right. And I was like, I don't understand what I'm looking at. <laughs> a big yellow circle with marker on it. Great and then gift. I turned it around. I should have recorded I should have, yeah, my yeah, yeah. Was with my husband who exists was with me and I should have had him record me because I was like, I couldn't believe how beautiful this it's beautiful. Right, 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 so, right. It so is. somebody else may or may not be getting something similar in the mail, but I won't, I won't say who that might be, but I wanted to show people, hold on, let me get over. Cause I'm like super. These are other ones he's designed. That's awesome. Doesn't that look great? Isn't that awesome? Italian stallion and Italian stallion That's black amazing. and white. And I was just, I'm like, I'm plugging this, Rick. So he's making these now. So he has added this to his repertoire of T-shirts and hats and who knows Unreal. what else. Now clocks. So thank clocks. you, Rick. That was, that totally made my day. And now I have to rearrange 
because I want it to be in my view as we're recording. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can you imagine if it could be like an angel? It'd be like right above your head, like right? your halo. <laughs> we'll have play like godlike music. Oh, we'll have like a <laughs> shaft of light shining down on you. You know, saying prayers for all of us heathens. <laughs> well, it was it was a it was a huge surprise, and he he's sort bet. of. A to something showing up in the mail i had no idea what he was up to and i was like what so yeah that was really well awesome. i'll tell you he rick wrote me back and he's the only person that wrote me back and i appreciate it so much he was able to come up with the concept for my lipton rocky statuette to keep it upright so he's yes. got some kind of a stand he said he was going to send me that nice. he he thought would work quite well for it so i'm really excited because i love that lipton thing yeah years so ago Years ago, I don't know if I, I didn't, I wasn't going to talk about this, but um, we, uh, I used to work at a, uh, uh, like a 7-Eleven. It was called right. Mel, Mel Mart, M-E-L-M-A-R-T. Okay. The guy's last name was Melnick, so that's where it came from. Anyways, I used to work at this, but I, I used to be, uh, I used to pump gas, and then I ended up becoming a manager there and all, all these stupid things. And they had, that was back in the early 90s when the Lipton, when the commercial was out, oh, keeps ringing that bell. Right. And, okay. So, the, and they, so they had like a five foot tall version of the, the claymation Rocky holding a Lipton brisk case oh, above neat. his head. Yeah. I have it in the other room. I, I was going to say, did you steal it? Of course. <laughs> the owner comes in like three days later and he goes, where's that Rocky thing? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's gone. I closed out my shift last night. Don't know what happened. To it. Gone. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yes, I do. I have it in the other. And I also have, oddly enough, I also have a Kramer. Kramer, uh, Michael Richards, he was doing commercials back in the 90s when Seinfeld was finishing up. And he, he was doing, um, he was a, a mad scientist or a professor of, of some sort. And I have one of those cardboard cutouts in the back. So I have so much stuff of Rocky and, and just fun things. I'm starting now in my room next door to the office. I'm starting to put, um, uh, it's like a guest bedroom, but really it's where my DVDs and books are. And so I'm trying yeah. to put a, eclectic things in there. Like I have a Ghostbusters mega meter that, re that reads ghost disturbances i have slime that i bought online ghostbuster slime the jaws models wow. i have a whole bunch of stupid things the predator model in there you uh, should send some of... pictures to some of those 80s pages on I instagram was i was thinking about they would it. love that i think they would i, I thought I, i'd do something fun with it that'd be kind of interesting um but you know <laughs> i just would like a day off <laughs> one day off and i'm doing a podcast no your tour schedules yeah a madhouse right now gotta pay the bills yeah got sure. to pay the bills anyways speaking of paying the bills that have nothing to do with this segue um <laughs> you, listen we you and i had a really cool idea uh tattoos yes so i am not a tattoo person right. i i just don't think it would look good on me tattoos <laughs> but pretty much almost just about near about everyone in my life has a tattoo has a tattoo right almost everyone that i know yeah, yeah. so i started thinking about it and i started seeing a lot of things online mm -hmm. and i was talking to you about it and why not put out a thing for people to send in their tattoos of rocky right right i mean the body is a canvas right and Stallone bit the bullet in 2008 and covered his upper torso. And in, in, yeah. in, so, you know, maybe it could be interesting. 
Uh, did we get anyone? To uh, in? Yeah, well, it was a one of our most popular ideas. So that was a good one, Michael. Um, so I got 21 and I've even gotten two more, but we had already like, there was two more that came in, but oh. right here, this gentleman right here. You, you and ahead. I should, you and I should kind of pick our top two, right? Yeah. We should, let's, let's, because I think I did say we were the most unqualified people to judge tattoo art. So we're going to take none of our skills and right. apply all of that. Right. Judging whose tattoo is the best. And mind you, they all look great. Yeah, they do. And the thing is, I've always said, you're at the mercy of your, your tattoo artist. You know what I'm saying? And your budget. Could, <laughs> could you imagine if a tattoo artist, he has like a policy, you know, Whatever your schedule time is, regardless, you show up, you pay, that's it. So whatever you get, you get. And yeah. you walk in and the tattoo artist has got the shakes. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't afford another tattoo, but you have to get a tattoo. Yeah. That could be bad. Uh, there's a, Speaking of tattoos, you know the word regrets? Well, there's yeah. a tattoo parlor in town called No Egrets. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'm like, that's kind of cute, get it. No Egrets. No egrets. <laughs> For somebody messing something up anyway That's funny. uh so here's will hagan who clearly met stallone and so in this bottom right corner that was his tattoo so he that's submitted a, that that's an amazing likeness right yeah it was super good and let's see this is jamie mojica maybe okay um italian stallion classic just love that nice love that and on the they say and i don't know because I, I don't have any tattoos but certain parts of the body are far more painful than other parts of the body and i just owie i don't know i can't do it because i can't i can't st sit there and be like zzz, zzz, i can't do it yeah. and here's our rick babcock the maker of my clock <laughs> that is on uh so there you can put in your order rocco bob look, 33 those are his two tattoos look at that impressive isn't that cool and this one, hang on, Balboa Nation. So he has a big page on Instagram, a lot of followers. Yeah. Uh, that I one, like that. the that's expression. Mm -hmm. That's a really intense. That's moment. a contender for me. That That's a contender. Yes. Yeah. I already know who my favorite, my, I was like, wow. Corey Lavoie. Same. Nice, nice. Good but size. At, yeah, and adding the, you know, the punch at the top of the stairs there around it. Yeah. I thought that was kind of neat because this one is is without it. And this right. one has the top of the, you know, that top of stairs. So that was a really neat way to combine those two moments. What's his name? Corey Lavoie. Corey Lavoie. Yep. Okay. Uh Maddie Reeves. Man. Always love to Look see. Look at Maddie. That's yeah. that's nice. Yeah. Rocky and Mickey, man, oh man. What is he showing us with uh, Mickey and Rocky there? What is that? Is that a uh, shoulder, a back? I think that is his, I think it's his forearm. I kind of, I cut them down uh, because I wanted to get the pictures as big as possible. So it kind of. I'm almost, I'm almost wondering if that's his heel on the bottom of his foot. Could you imagine <laughs> getting a tattoo on the bottom of your foot? No. <laughs> No, there are three key places on my body. I can tell you right now. You, yeah, no. no. <laughs> Foot would be one. Here is Kai. Oh, Burger. Can I tell you? And that's the that's other thing. Awesome. And I should have added. We had we had 
a submission from Portugal, from the Netherlands, wow. from Argentina. I couldn't I couldn't get over how far they were coming from. Uh, but this one, the statue, I was just. Yeah. Hang on one second. Let me see. Let me. I want to get a good look at this. Hang on. Let me. Yeah. Look at that is good. All right. Mm -hmm. Let me move back over. OK. I want to make sure I was able to see that. <laughs> then we have Danny. So I'm going to this is Danny Smith and it's hard. He sent us a video. It's 28 seconds. Um, OK. And, and just Danny, I had to remove. He was I think he sent it with to me with. I have the tiger, but because of YouTube being YouTube, I just put new music to it because um, because they'll take they'll take the episode down. So we have to be careful with that. I just put different music, generic music. So this gotcha. is twenty eight seconds. Hang on a sec. Okay. I'm like, and who was that all the way around the world? So Danny Smith, he's in the UK. So um, if you want that tattoo artist and you're from the US, you're flying the ocean. So that, Jesus. I, so that's why I wanted to show the video because just a still of it, you don't get a real appreciation of yeah, <laughs> yeah. this entire calf. I was like, wow, Jesus Christ. Uh, this gentleman, it, um, was this the gentleman from Argentina? I apologize. I should have put I should have put the cities that they are the countries they were from. He also has a Rocky one, and for whatever reason, he was like, "I can't find my Rocky picture." So, but he Aww. so there's a fifth one. So he has all these four plus right. Rocky, and these are all over his body. So I was wow. like, "Wow, impressive!" So that was mighty impressive. Uh, then this gentleman has a, an 11 second video too. this one. I was like, wow, Sebastian nice. uh, Parado. Let me just get over to his video. It's only 11 seconds. Hang on. Yeah. So that, that's him. I, Excellent. that one I love too. Uh, let's see. Then I have Bert Parisi. Man. You know, these tattoos have come a long way since it was like mom or an anchor. <laughs> like, remember Popeye's anchor on his forearm, right? Right. Like, like <laughs> what, what you've just shown, like, here's Popeye's anchor. <laughs> right? Like, that was, right. <laughs> okay. Like, they've come a long way. Yes. A long way. You're not kidding. It's Jeez. so true. Uh, let's see. Then I have nice. uh -huh, Jacinto Pinto. It was I. Okay. It's the same picture essentially, but I just one had a little bit better light. But I just wanted to put them both there. Right. Um. It, you know the red flag. I I love the ones with color. Um. And is it true that certain colors hurt more than other colors? Is that true? Well yeah, it is from yeah. none of the tattoos I've gotten. Uh, that's correct. <laughs> Mike Ferraro, we know him. All right. Now, I there is something very interesting about this there. Uh, I think I think at the end, I, I'm going to I'm going to come back and, and talk about this one. I uh, all right, let's we'll keep going. But yeah. boy, that has got something that appeals to me. It's cool. It's it's just like. 
I don't know, it, it hits hard. You know what it I'm does. saying? It, yeah, it does. very, very, very quickly. Like you don't have to study it. You just know what it is immediately, you know? Right. And then our favorite Marine, Austin Gomes. He's uh, episode he two. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Love it. It looks Sky new. That looks pretty fresh, I think. Yeah. I don't think new? he had that when he took the tour. I think that is something new. I remember him. I think he sent that to me a little while back. Yeah. Uh, then this is Joe Oropesa. He was one of, and I forget his episode, but Eye of the Tiger. Very cool. I'm like, and on the hand, I heard the hand is extremely painful. And I, I don't know if I would have gotten through more than three letters. So nice. Eye of the Tiger we love. Uh, this one is eight years old. So Carlos, um, Carlos Arenas, uh, he got oh, the tattoo. The is eight years old. Is eight years old. I was no. going to say that's the hairiest eight-year-old I've ever seen. <laughs> so, so he and I was like, "Hey, you put <laughs> ink on your body that's rocky." Wow. <laughs> like, I don't care how good any of these are. That is, that's love because yes, I, I could not sit through it. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't yeah, do me it either. Let's see. We got a few left. Uh, Johnny Farron. This I is. Will, I'm waiting yeah. to see some with the hat. Nice. Yeah, fedora. Uh, let's see. SJ Dickerson. This looks brandy new. See, wow. you can see the, like, don't they cover it? It looks like it's covered with a little piece of plastic or something. Again, from yeah. none of my experience, I will say, yes, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and then this one I love, it's actually personal. This is Lorenzo Leonard and this is his father's, um, uh, initials and so this is sort of a tribute to rocky because his father loved rocky but it's also a tribute oh, to his dad that's wonderful uh, so i was like oh that's sweet so nice i love family and then oh look here's another one this is mark r look at this so this is across his chest wow. it's, it's you're gonna have to go to instagram and in and sort of magnify this one because this is the speech the keep punching speech across uh... his chest Okay, and then on his shoulder, and then it ain't keep, over till it's over. Yep, oh, and nice. then keep punching on. I believe that is his calf, just above his ankle. So keep punching. I, I think that's the only keep punching tattoo, right? Right. Oh my gosh, you're right. Look at that. I well, I have an affinity for keep punching, but yeah, wow, interesting. I almost thought the chest was a eye of the tiger thing. Yeah, I, like. It looked like the tiger was crawling up the bicep and the shoulder, and yeah. then the claw was clawing it. But I clearly see now that it's you know written. What is what is underneath the words, Stacy? I can't. It looks like stars and clouds. Maybe I'm not a hundred percent sure. Okay, I just enlarged my screen. I see it. Yes, you're right. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, that was painful. I just then here is our last one. And this is Andrew. These two nice. love. Nice. Andrew Bamford. Sure. Yeah. Big Andrew from the UK. Yeah. Hello. Hello, Andrew. It's good to good to see your <laughs> tattoos again. <laughs> uh, well done. So, well yeah. Done. Yeah. So who who stick? What sticks out for you? <laughs> well, to me, I mean, I my two favorites are, are Danny. The video are the two videos. I They sent yeah. me videos and I just I can't get over the the artistry and matching yeah. the expression and it's like having 10 tattoos all the way yeah. around your leg yeah. and yeah. i like the colors and it's very precise and it, it grabs from different moments so i just i again i love them all but that one i was like wow 
And then of course, uh, so that's Danny's, that was the video here. Yeah. And then my second favorite one was Sebastian, which just love that moment. Yeah. Love Rocky four. Yeah, absolutely. I completely understand. So. All right. I, uh, I am going to give an honorable mention to Corey Lavore. I, he gets an honorable, I'm going to go with three, uh, just because yep. I get to change the rules whenever I want. So, <laughs> so I'm, I, I'm going to go with Corey's. I think the wrapping of the fist alongside the face and the arm yes. with, um, you know, it ain't about a hard you can hit. I think that is fantastic. Well done, Corey. I see that passion as I see it on everyone's uh, that's in the tap pictures, but I really appreciate that. Yeah. Second, Danny Smith, he's going to take second place. No doubt about it. Um, not that Danny Smith may, he may have the best art of all of them. I know that's debatable and arguable, but Danny Smith's, uh, what no surprise there was fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, there it is. I, the fact that it went all the way around his calf, that's very, very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, and you know, the calf is a sensitive area. But I, I'm going to go with my buddy Mike Ferrara because there is something about Mike's tattoo. And if we could leave that on the screen only for sure. just until I get done babbling for a moment. All right, Mike Ferrara. So I, I've had the pleasure of getting to know Mike. And he may or may not have shown me this tattoo when he took the tour. I can't recall. But this is what I don't think I'd ever get a tattoo. But if I did, it would be along the lines of this. And, and I say it for several reasons. I love the simplicity on this. Mm -hmm. I Number one, I've always loved the Italian stallion logo. And mm -hmm. I don't know who came up with the snorting stallion. Was that marketing? Was that Sylvester Stallone? That is one of the questions I really want to ask him on the podcast because that is, that's always been chipping away at my, my uh, sanity where <laughs> that came from. Um, and then he has one more round. To me, it resembles the Italian stallion printed on Rocky's back of his sweatshirt, just handwritten, right. not exactly the greatest penmanship, but yeah. it comes from passion. It comes from inside, from the heart. And that's why I think I love this more than the other ones, because this isn't as flashy. This doesn't right. have maybe the level of design. This is very simple. And that's how I am. I'm a very simple human being <laughs> and when it comes to this is something i would say hmm, you know maybe i can get a tattoo that i can just put on and take off whenever <laughs> i want if i feel like walking around it yeah and that would be something along those lines yeah but i i don't think i'm that committed yet um, yeah but. that's that's my kind of tattoo exactly hey mike do you hear that do you hear that well, i heard yes something. i do stacy I think our guest has made it. <laughs> we have a guest today. I can't believe what poor soul signed up to be a guest on this show. Hey, what? Don't say that. You're All right, I take it back. I take it back. See what? See what happens? Even I get in trouble, and I have to go to the principal's office, principal's office at the end of the you. show. That's it. That's it. Our guest is Christina. I am always so happy to have uh, some females on who are as crazy as I am about Rocky. <laughs> and this, would uh, you would you yeah. send Barbara down to the green room to bring yes. Christina in, please? Yes, I will All be right, right back right. with her. Christina, here you are. Come on in. Yay! Hi, how's it going? <laughs> Hi, Christina. How are you, my friend? Good. How are you? Uh, confused, dazed, and beaten 
But I mean, it's you're... just Tuesday. <laughs> yes, it's it's a typical Rocky day. Right. That's it. This is this is what we love here at the Rocky Files podcast. I am so grateful that you uh, are here because I think your story is absolutely brilliant, and we are going to get to that in just a minute, Stacy. You're a fighter, you know, figuratively and actually. <laughs> so right. those pictures were. I have pictures ready to go. So if you want to tell us about your journey into that i was like wow she's tough she's a tough girl go ahead it wasn't always like that i'll be honest like i yeah. was most naive i was soft-skinned like yeah. a reality hit me and it didn't hit me until high school like like mike said like high school develops everybody and it yeah. makes you really think about the future but also develop that thick skin yeah. and you really figure out who the heck you are and yeah. how mm -hmm. much you can actually take with what's around you and so basically like with rocky my parents i guess that rule is like a thing where like if it's on tv you don't change a channel because mm -hmm. they did it and they were always famous for if something came back came on from when they grew up or whatever they would keep it on and me and my brothers would just watch it mm -hmm. so like i was like oh this is cool i was kind of like into it but like it never really resonated with me until i was in like grade 10 uh, geography class and mm -hmm. my teacher was like hey have you ever like thought about like wrestling and I was like like WWE wrestling and he's like no like amateur Olympic style wrestling I was like oh like no my mom would kill me kind of he's like, <laughs> and he's like well we need some salt smaller people specifically women would you be interested in trying out I was like sure like what I have to lose and at this point I kind of outgrew the basketball team because again I'm only like 411 and in high school my high school is known for sports so like it I grew out like it grew out of me like I wasn't tall enough really right so I was like okay I'll give this a shot and I was really okay at it. And I loved it. I was like, wow, like it made me feel empowered. It gave me a sense of confidence and I loved it, but I didn't know how to break it to my parents. Right. So mm -hmm. I went home and I said to my mom, Hey, I have a tournament coming up. So she thought it was a basketball tournament. We went to the local, oh. she came to the local um, <laughs> high school and she's kind of walking in doing one of these. And I run up to her and I'm like, Hey, like, how's it going? And she's like, uh, what gym are you in? I was like, this one. She's like, what are they doing? And I'm like, they're wrestling. I'm on the next mat in like 10 minutes. You come in kind of thing. And she's like, are you kidding? Like you could just teach, see that she was not impressed. And my mom is like very Italian, very old school, very much like she was just not having yeah. it. And so yeah. she watched me wrestle. And after I got off the mat, I did really well. And my mom was like into it. Like she's screaming, like get her, like freaking <laughs> out. And nice. I've seen that side of my mom ever wow and she was like a bear like mama bear came out and i was like no. this so after i got the match she goes so this is what you want to do with your life i was like yeah she's like well if you get hurt it's your own it's your own problem i was like right. okay and that's kind of how that ended and my dad obviously was all for it like he was right. to me really yeah <laughs> so when i started uh afterwards they kind of got rid of the girls wrestling team i guess the coach just thought it was a distraction didn't want anything to do with it after a couple of years. And I was like, this is my last year. I'm not, it's not over till it's over. Like I'm, yeah. I'm finishing. I trained really hard. And so I, you know, went in as like an independent. So kind of on my own, didn't care who was going to be on my corner oh. and who wasn't and did fairly well. And um, after that, like Rocky then started to resonate more with me. Like, you know, you start watching it from one through five. This mm -hmm. was before Balboa. And I was like, wow, like him feeling like, so in Rocky one, when he, when Mickey's going down the stairs and he's yelling everything, like 
it stinks. This stinks. You don't think I know that? Like, I felt like that. I felt like that yeah. going, going out of college and like knowing that journalism wasn't my thing. I felt like it was a waste of time. And I was like, mm -hmm. I felt that. Um, and then with training, I felt like a little bit defeated because like, where was I going to go from there? And then my dad had mentioned that there was a, you know, martial arts gym just down the street. So he's like, maybe you should go check it out. They have a thing called grappling, which is basically like jujitsu, but it's a mix of MMA with it. Um, and so I was like, okay. So I went down there and did the jujitsu class. And this, this guy named Mark, he came up to me and he goes, have you done this before? I was like, no. And he's like, but you've wrestled, right? And I was like, is it that obvious? Because like in jiu-jitsu, it's kind of reversed. So he's like, I think you should come to the grappling class. I feel like that would be something you would be interested in. So I was like, okay, what do I have to lose? Like these people are giving right. me opportunities. What do yeah. I have to lose, right? So I went and he took a chance on me. I was the smallest, only girl in this class. I um, had a passion for then competing MMA. So this is before the UFC was legalized in my province of Ontario. And it was just coming into mainstream. So not only were not many people doing it, but not very many women were even bothering with yeah, it. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I was training with men all much bigger than me. And I just wanted to do the best I could with what, like, with what I had. And so from there, just trained and trained. And, you know, Mark took a chance on me and he let me use my size to my advantage. And I can tell you that anytime that someone new came into the gym and they were kind of a meathead, they would put them with me and they're like, you're going to work with Christina. She's going to kind of show you the ropes. And they would kind of look at me like, are you, are you even getting me? This person to show me the ropes. And so either they were respectful and worked with a woman and, you know, were humbled by that or they never came back. And that's kind of how they weeded out the meatheads of the group. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then from there, it got really competitive. I trained really hard for the Arnold Classic, which if anybody's been to the Arnold Classic, it's basically bodybuilders and stuff. And they uh, entered in the martial arts part of it. And all the women were bigger than me. Like I was at the bottom of the bottom. And so, um, I got my face wiped with the mat. I'll be honest. I went home with my tail between Aww. my legs going, what the heck was I thinking? That was way out of my league. Yeah. Um, I had my pity party just like everybody, you know, I felt a little bit broken and I went back to the gym and they were like, no, we're going to, we're going to do this and you'll do it next year. So I've found a new, I found another coach that specialized in strength and conditioning was a CrossFit coach. He loved to inflict um, physical pain on people when it came to like <laughs> really putting them to their potential and you know, wow. for someone my size, he really pushed me and pushed me. And by the time I got to the Arnold Classic, he, Mark, and another coach all worked with me. And I ended up placing second in my division. And the girl that beat me was literally like Drago. Like, she was enormous. <laughs> really? So, like, when I say Rocky Four is my favorite, and, like, I know that, like, it's not your favorite, really. Except for the <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Rocky Four is great. <laughs> Who are you trying to kiss? No, I know. <laughs> I like her. <laughs> uh, she's what but, did I tell you, Stacey, about honesty? That's the I love best, it. Right? I love it. Um, so when I say Rocky Spore is my favorite, it's because it resonated me the most because yeah. of the training aspect. Yeah. Like, right, that grind, right. um, that kind of not kind of isolating yourself to focus on what's important and getting the job done is basically what I had to do. Like I went to work, I trained, I, you know dedicated to my my diet because i needed to feel my body and it like my body hurt every day every day i was like hot like i like i have nothing like i have to do this like there's right. like why am i gonna go through all this not to finish mm -hmm. so that's what resonates with me the most with rocky four with a lot of other things like i really like especially in today's day and age um you know if 
he can change and Drago can change, everybody can change type of thing. And I like that because I think everybody needs a little bit more of that today. And Mm -hmm. I think that, um, I think that it's a really great message. So that really resonated with me as well. Yeah. And then life got in the way, (laughs) like everything, right? (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. So go ahead, Mike. I love that you got your ass kicked when you did did that. I, I, I got, I probably couldn't tell, but I got choked up for about five seconds because I heard you move right past the getting your ass kicked and you kept going. That is what is missing. I think in a lot of people, whether they're young or older or whatever, it's that fear of failing. It's that fear of failing. I don't know if I hope the gravity of what you accomplished has hit you because to fail your words in an epic way in front of people like that and to hey we'd all have the pity party sure we all would but then to i'm going to get another train i keep going and i'm going to see what happens and where this goes that in and of itself is absolutely remarkable and to me is the very definition of keep moving forward keep punching it is that rocky philosophy i cannot tell you Christina, how proud I am of you in that moment. That if I take nothing away from this, but that that mm-hmm. is brilliant to me. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, so with the people in your life at this time, when you're failing, what mm-hmm. you, mother, father, relative, you know, partner, spouses, whatever, what goes through your their minds? So obviously, nobody in your in your circle wants to see you fail, and nobody yeah. wants you to feel that low and that broken. Mm-hmm. So they gave me that space, but they didn't allow me to stay there because, like that okay. quote says to the kid, like life is going to beat you and keep you there permanently if you let it. And yeah. so keeping that in mind, um, they let me have my time, but they weren't going to let me give up because they knew that I had it in me to keep pushing forward. And right. so when I felt like I'm just going to give it up. Um, It wasn't going to happen. Like even like I wasn't on a mat for like 12 years because life happened. And Mm -hmm. um, I remember my husband, well, he was my boyfriend at the time, but my husband, he was like, you know, I don't know why you stopped grappling. Like you really love that. I don't know why you stopped that. You really love that. And I didn't realize how much of it completed me as a person. Like when Rocky says like fighters fight, and um, when he talked about that stuff in the basement in Balboa and how it, yeah. he just can't breathe because there's so many unfinished things that are there. Yeah. Grappling and martial arts gave me that outlet as it did for him in boxing to get that out and leave it on the table. And I didn't realize how much it completed me as a person and allowed me to get that aggression out and that anxiety and that stress out in a positive way that was healthy for me. Um, until it wasn't there anymore. So Mm. when life happened, I had multiple people in my circle say, why don't you start doing that again? But Mm. with the UFC being as big as it was, it was super hard to find a authentic, committed, non-meathead gym that was very respectful (laughs) of the art. And I was very particular with who I was going to train with and how that was going to go down. Because again, although I'm probably so much heavier than what I was then, I still want to make sure that I'm being taken care of with my partners. And I'm not going to accept anything less than that because I would take care of them as well, male or female. So during COVID, when things were really bad, well, everybody had it bad, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mark had reached out to me and he said, hey, I'm opening a gym. Are you interested? And I was like, well, I said to my husband, I don't know, like I'm, you know, 100 pounds heavy. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And he's like, 
look how much you loved it. And I think it's really coming at a time that you need this. I was like, okay, so I'll, I'll give it a go, I guess. So after everything in my province slowly opened up, because we were a little bit, we're still a little bit behind with all of that. Um, I went into the gym and I looked around and he's like, so how do you feel? I said, very overwhelmed, so, so scared. And I have no idea what you're thinking, bringing me back to this gym. And so he, I said, what's the catch, right? And he said, listen, I have some women that want to train. And I can't think of anybody better to motivate them and show them what it's about than you. And I was like, shoot, like, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's And these girls, these women knew who I was when I walked through that door. And I was like terrified. And they wow. were intimidated. But I was more intimidated to them because they were in great shape. And I'm walking in after having a baby and life. And I'm just like, Jesus, how am I going to do this? And I'm looking at it like it's this mountain. I'm like, well, think oh. or swim kind of, right? It ain't over till it's over. Let's get this going. And yeah. So, it's been a great outlet for me. And um, like the thing is, I'm a boy mom now. So I think, you know, I was very blessed with having a boy because I don't think that I would have meshed out with them with a female unless he was, you know, a tomboy of some sort like I was. But it's going to be cool at some point. I think I was telling Mike this how like my son can look at the, be on the side of the mat and watch me train and be like, that's my mom. We're typically in a, you know, atypical setting and be like, oh, that's my dad. My dad does this. My dad does that. We're like, you know, your mom's the physical one. Your mom's the one that's in a very um, high contact sport. And, you know, yeah. I did boxing. I did kickboxing. I've done grappling and judo and all of that stuff. And it'd be, it's cool that he can see that and then have that respect for women moving into the world as well to know that, you know, you want someone who's going to be on that pedestal with you. That's going right. to fight with you. So, yeah. And I mean, my first real Rocky experience was when Balboa came out. And I swear to God, I'm sitting in the theater and I'm sweating and I'm like, oh my God, I literally can't believe this movie is happening. I literally can't believe it's coming out with another movie and I'm alive and like, yeah. I like uh, this. Yeah. and I'm sitting on the edge of my seat sweating as if I'm actually like in the arena, like getting ready for him to fight because everything mm. he was going through, I've gone through like that grit with the training life, like all of that stuff. I get it. And when he was talking about the stuff in the basement, losing people. Um, just fighting through all of that and still trying to keep a good head on your shoulders and a positive head, like it's hard. Like it, it breaks you in all different ways. You didn't know you could be broken. Yeah. And so I remember sitting there and I whispered to my husband, I said, I think I am the one of the only females sitting here that was not forced to come because all the other women were on their phone kind of sitting there. I'm like, let's get this going. I can't wait. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Over, I was like sweating buckets. I was like, that was the best. Quote came with the kid. I broke down in the movie theater Aww. because my husband and I went through a time where his sister had passed away from bladder cancer, and we had just like got back together. Like we broke up for five years, and then we found our way back. And so she had a couple. She had three kids, and one of them, you know, didn't have a father. And he looked at me when he knew his sister. Like she wasn't pulling out of it. And he goes, "Listen, like I know we've been working on us, and I know we have hopes and dreams and and all of that." He goes, "But." you know, this little girl has nobody and I, I want to raise her. And how do you feel? And what was I going to say? No, I've invested. We've invested in this relationship. And, you know, just like Adrian and Rocky, like you're a pair and you're going to, you're just going to stick it through and fight together. Right. Because like yeah. Adrian right. said, like all those fights Rocky went through, they went through together. She felt it yeah. just as much as he did. So yeah. in this time, I very much felt like I was also a punching bag during that time for him. And so we just, we, we grinded through it. And, um, so that speech really hit home because, I mean, we were in a place where, like, if we were going to, if we were going to let life beat us there, 
it was not going to be good for anybody. And, you know, yeah. she was four at the time and now she just turned 14 and she's going into ninth grade and we have a teenager and it's crazy and <laughs> new world. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Most couples. And I did feel a bit of a crunch because, you know, a typical Italian family, and I hate to say it, but it's typical when you're getting married, when you're having kids, blah, blah, blah. And everybody in my family that was my age or a little bit older was already married, had kids and had a house where we very much were working backwards. We adopted her. Um, I, you know, I went back to school and built a career um, in early childhood education. My husband built a business and then got recruited and is doing very well in, in his field now. Wow. And, you know, for a while there, you know, it was tough. And just like when Rocky lost everything or when he started with nothing, that's kind of where we were and now we're comfortable. Right. And we wouldn't have been able to do that if we didn't fight together and we didn't keep pushing forward together. Right. So, I'm just very thankful to have that. And it was a constant reminder to the point where at my wedding, my maid of honor was like doing this speech. And she said, I don't know if you guys know, but she's a huge Rocky fan and she lives and breathes this. And she said it out loud. And then the whole, you could just hear the, like, the group just kind of go silent because that's what I live and breathe. Like, it's just a really good message, yeah. no matter what plot, no matter where you are in life. Right. So. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> It's wow. To wow. me, you're, you're, you are a parallel journey to Rocky because you're, you keep very much, you're, you keep comparing it to Rocky four, but to me, you're Rocky three. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It, it is all of them, but I was thinking Rocky three, you know, yeah. and, and he loses and then he's afraid and your bounce back is, was like Mike said, was fast. And you're like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to train and I'm going to be back and I'm going to, beat my clubber and and you did yeah I actually I was saying to my husband like at first I was like I don't even know like I I didn't think people thought like I did and then when I saw this podcast I was like oh my god there's a whole community of people that are just like me I love it yes it's amazing yeah and then I started like going around going okay Mike's tour this and this and this is gonna happen and this is gonna happen and I can't wait you'll see me honestly I I can't wait I I mean it's it's the reason why Stacy and I I do this is to connect with fans, because I I feel like for, so for people that have taken my tour I uh, and a lot of them have touched me profoundly so I like mm -hmm. to extend that by bringing them onto the show but obviously in your case I haven't seen you yet or you know got a chance to give you a tour so but it's it I know if I if you did take the tour first, I would have had you on and anyways, because I just, you're that type of individual just from our communications on Instagram, yeah. from your posts. And I, there's just something that is a very, very profound Rocky fan inside you. That, that, that really is true. And what a story. I mean, Stacy, you said the, her bounce back was so fast. My, my bounce back is about seven years after every failure. So it, <laughs> it takes me a long time to bounce back, but not yeah. now women, especially you, Christina, but it, also women in general. It just, I think they just bounce better than men do. I don't, I don't know if that's maybe I'm using a broad stroke, but all the women I know in my life are very strong individuals, and um, you are 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 no doubt the same mold, Christina. That that's. I wouldn't have been able. Like, I can't take all the credit because I wouldn't have been able to have that if I didn't have my circle. And your circle yeah. is so important. Agreed. Mm. Really, when my husband and I were going through that time with with his niece and like adopting her and everything, there were a lot of people that ended up kind of pushing away, and they didn't want. They were just, you know, who your friends are in situations like that, right? When you're right. making decisions based off of, you know, you're letting your dreams go out the window to 
you know, help pay for certain like funeral costs. And, um, you know, you have like this new child that you don't have anything for, and you have to now provide and, you know, switch over your, like a lot of people are just like, do you really want to do that though? Do you really want to raise someone else's yeah. kids? Well, do you know that what can come with that? And I'm not saying it's been easy, like girls and this day and age is it's hard. High school's hard the internet and their phones. I'm so glad she hasn't had a phone yet. Like I've been prolonging mm -hmm. it, but like those right. things emotionally eat at them. And the only thing that I wish that he, like we can pass on to her is just to keep pushing forward and don't stay in that spot. And like my mom and my dad were, and my brothers, my brothers were huge in my, like, and all of that, like they were, they were the people that caught me when I fell and didn't let me stay on that ground. And then my husband, I always joke that he's not really my Adrian, that he's more of my Mickey. He like, tells you how it is he pushes me out of my comfort zone he is blunt he is honest but he's also compassionate and he also likes to wants to protect me in any way he can so mm -hmm. if i'm hurting i know he's hurting but he knows that i have to go through that in order to learn from it and keep moving forward right so he just doesn't just doesn't let me sit in that cesspool of, of whatever it is i'm going through so they very much deserve a lot of the credit too and i just kind of you know kind of just kept going like you have no choice if you just stay there like it's not good for anybody. Christina, when is your first TED Talk? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You yes. should do one. You should you apply. Should do one. Yes. Yeah, and and you can connect with uh, Lisa Bradshaw because she she's episode sixteen. She did a TED Talk. Yeah, Lisa, you are Lisa's, your TED Talk yeah. girl for sure. You are. You are. You the both of you are both uh, badasses. So yeah. yes, in wow. the best possible way. <laughs> yeah. that, that I mean that that's remarkable. Yeah. So let me ask you this: what? What is your favorite Rocky? Is it the original? I'm assuming it's the original. No, no, it's Rocky Four. You say you didn't Rocky say Rocky Four. Is my favorite, like it's but my I, favorite I, for a lot of different reasons. But you know what? I think that because Balboa was was my first Rocky experience, and I think in a time where I really, it's you know, when something comes into your life and you just really needed that, like yeah. you mm -hmm. read something or you see something somewhere or a sign somewhere, and you just really need that. I really needed that, and so yeah. I think forever, like I really. So my son has been sick with like different toddler diseases and yeah. so I thought well why not go through the Rocky saga why not go through the whole thing so he and I are on Creed 2 now and now prepared for the new one that may or may not come out I'm not sure but um right. so when I watched Balboa do you know I broke down crying in a lot of different spots because I was like wow like I felt that and I went yeah. through that and I know exactly how that feels mm -hmm. and so like I found myself tearing up more this time around with more life oriented things that were in there rather than training oriented things so i saw from both sure. angles but more the family the love story that kind of stuff that's what resonated with me this time around watching it in my late 30s um rather than my early 20s so and then it was just so funny because the song came on and he was um i think it was rocky i think it was rocky four he was doing his training montage the music came on and my son just put his hands up and I was like, are you kidding me? Someone punking me right nice. now. And I was like, listen, this kid's going to be a boxer, a wrestler or something. And I can't wait for that. Nice. That's what I'm it's all about. I'm getting the shadow box too. Yeah, right? Why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? Listen, what did you think about the director's cut of Rocky IV? Oh, yeah. I liked it. I did. I liked it. I really did. It was different. It was different. It was different. a different take. Yeah. I didn't mind it. I love all that. I'm a nerd for all that stuff. Like, yeah. I bought the box set and I was like, oh my God, I'm getting all of the extra footage that I can possibly get my hands on. It, like, in the time that I bought it, it was not cheap. And then I came out with Bubble and I was like, are you kidding me? I have to get another one. But like you said, I want to see the extras. I watch oh. all the documentaries I can on any of that stuff or anything in general. Yes. I just love the, the back end of everything and like yes. how it came to be. And so that was really cool to see. And I'm glad it was done in a time of COVID where you have the time to settle down and really think about oh, it. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, very much so. And it'll yeah. be really the new 4K, the Rocky six pack 4K is going to be released in either November or March. Um, and so they're also going to put in the Rocky Four director's cut and the making of the director's cut, which oh, is, nice. is kind of cool. All and of it. Wow. Yeah. And, and I think there might be a few extras thrown in, but the majority of extras are still not going to be seen, which mm-hmm. is just a damn shame, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Huge a, yeah, I, I, I don't kind of understand that, but you know, wow. whatever. That that's another podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> that that's another another podcast. Uh, no, Christian, this is amazing. You you, I think your story surpassed like anything. It's it's more important to have you say your story than even on paper because your enthusiasm, your yeah. energy, and I think watching you light up at certain points still after all this time, I think that brings some serious weight. Wouldn't you agree, Stace? Yeah. I, the thing, you're all of it. You're all the things. You're all the quotes. You're all the moments. Yep. You know what I mean? You've, you've, I'll say it again. You know, you, you've learned from every single movie and you actually experienced something from every single movie. And we have, and don't get me wrong. I love all our guests. I love all our stories, but they gravitate or their experience is mostly Rocky two or mostly one of them, or maybe two of them. And you have all of them. You you have a, and I was like, wow, she's gone the whole, the whole distance. I actually thought about it because I had caught up. I binge listened to the entire podcast. I'm not going to lie. Like I had a chance to put it on at work in the car, in the shower, anywhere. I put it on. I think my son knows just as much as I do now. Um, I don't know how much he takes in. I have no idea. But um, so when I was going through them, I was like, oh, and I forgot about that. And oh, I forgot. So like I kind of went through and I just started making little notes like that's why I react. Like this is why I feel the way I do. And this is why this resonates with me. And it was really cool to see. I didn't think it was going to be right across. Like even um, Rocky Five, um, there's some nuggets in there too. Like just kind of sitting on the sideline and training people and stuff. Like that's kind of where I am now. And you know, I might have that person that's just going to want to one up me and go have that or kind of thing. And <laughs> it's just, it's interesting. And like the stuff that Rocky went through with his son um, in Rocky five with the whole, you know, he's in, I'm assuming he's in high school or junior high of some sort. Yeah. And so just all of that, I'm actually going through that with my niece right now. Like she, wow. I'm not her favorite person. She hates my guts. Like, you know, this is a, someone who is not replacing her mom, but is the mother figure and she's never had a dad. So no one to compare to, but she has someone to compare to now. Yeah. And so we're not seeing, too much eye to eye it's just like that teenager stuff and she's not understanding where i'm coming from and so like that whole kid thing did make me like tear up a little bit because i'm like i like i like you don't know until it's kind of just thrown in your face and you're like holy where did this come yeah, from yeah and i thought we were like a home team right and like, here we are and i don't know who you are anymore and you don't know who i am anymore and so we're working through that right now so that was my rocky five <laughs> Like, oh my gosh. Well, listen, you're you're in good company because you know, from the age of 13, I was at 13 until about 22. My parents were the biggest fools on the planet. They were <laughs> uneducated. I don't they were just stupid. And then I woke up one day and I went over for dinner and I was just listening. I was like, What did you get so smart? You know so much about everything. And he yeah. said to me, It wasn't us. You woke up, you grew. You understood yeah. some of yeah. what we were saying. And yeah. that's what she's going to do. She's going to come around with yeah. you, Christina. Yeah, because- I always I always say to her, like, one day you're... She will. When I, you know when you get amped, and I'm like, one day you're going to feel really stupid because yeah. you're going to know that I was right about this, this, and this. You know what I yeah. mean? And um, it's just, it's going to come at a time where... And for me, it came in, in when we first got her because 
I remember my mom raised three children. She was like my mom and my dad kind of, um, because yeah. my dad worked a lot to help, you know, pay for everything, whatever. Sure. So my mom was at my wrestling tournaments, my baseball, whatever it was that we were into. And she had three of us. And I remember when I first experienced like cleaning a playroom and organizing stuff, I like broke down, like, I am so sorry. And like just some of the conversations I had to have with my niece and like some cer- certain things, like just my mom's now become like my best, like my best friend, my right hand mm-hmm. woman, like, mm-hmm. um, her and my nonna, my nonna has like that, oh. no, like that inspiration. Like she can tell you something that's so rude, but because she said it, you're like, oh yeah, you're totally right. Like, and she says mm-hmm. in the nicest, most polite and most religious way she possibly can. <laughs> yeah. Message, and you're just like, thank you. I needed that. You know what I mean? She has a way mm-hmm. with words and. That's Isn't that other, like really? I just I hope I can be like them, and mm-hmm. I know that you wake up in uh, at some point. It's just working through that and trying to stay positive and trying to hold yourself together because emotionally that it breaks you. Yeah. The, <laughs> the thing I love about people, Christina, is when you can tell someone um, with a verbal brick wrapped in bubble wrap how <laughs> the situation is. What yeah. this is what's going down. That to me, if you can deliver it in a way. You know, you're not sinister. You're not like over empowering or shoving it down their throat, but you're being very blunt, very honest, but it's wrapped with love and sincerity. Right. I, I think you can say anything to anybody. I, right. I, really, I really believe that. Yeah. And I, I want to encourage you. It does come around. And and my um, I have I call them my two kids, but my one child is Sarah. And then my husband's son, John, you know, we were we were the same. John and I were the same. We we did not see eye to eye. We did not. We were it was really tough. But I'm like, look, you make this decision. This is what's going to happen. You make that decision. This is what's going to happen. He didn't want to hear it. He didn't want to hear it. He's 22 finally it's and he hasn't said it to me yet but he's saying it to kevin he's like i understand stacy now better than i did before so i just want to encourage you that getting to that point can be a long journey but it will happen because honestly there were times that i'm like i don't think this kid is ever going to get my intent or or how I'm trying to guide him, right. you know, and that I'm not your enemy here. I, I'm, I'm, I don't make up this stuff. I know how this story ends. If you go this way or that way, you know, what I mean? and, and, and so she'll come around. I promise you she'll come around. It's, it takes time, but <laughs> she will. The emotions though. I can't. Yeah. With a, I can't. I, I don't, I'm not built that way. I was never built that way. So that's yeah. been a learning curve for me to be a little bit more like, I don't know, like just a little bit softer, I guess, with certain things, because that's yeah. never been my thing. Like I've just like fight or fight. You just you go through it. That's my yeah. mentality. If there's a yeah. moment, you gotta find a way to break it down, whether you're chiseling it a little bit or go yeah. through it all together. But I just I can't. I'm not. I don't live in my head very often, and so I don't understand that sometimes. So I've been doing a lot since I'm in the field of early childhood education. I do have a lot of professional learning available to me when it comes to mental health and sure. like these kind of things. So it's been super beneficial to support myself with that without you know <laughs> as a parent you're always learning and there's no book and you just have to figure it out and go the path you think is right with what you have there yeah. may be there may be no book but there are six movies that will help you along the way okay yeah. that, that is for sure that is i should sure. sit her down and be like you need to watch one through all of them <laughs> i was gonna say that's that's gonna be the that's all the, <laughs> that's all the parenting you'll ever need you don't yeah. have to do anything else they'll figure it out Hey, I want to ask you about those pink gloves. Listen, yes. I love those. Have you, do you train with the pink gloves? Isn't that great? 
I, I do. That. I had a pair of black ones because I was like, I'm not getting a pair of pink. Like I was never going to. And the black ones got really worn and really um, ripped because I started learning how to box um, because I was out um, at a club in my early 20s and someone tried to throw one at me and I realized I don't know how to take this. Like I, I it wasn't a thing I was, I loved it, but I was like, I loved watching it. I didn't love being it. So yeah, I went yeah. back to the gym and said to one of my coaches, hey, I need to learn how to take a punch and throw a punch just in case. And so I had a pair of black gloves that someone lent me and I beat the heck out of them and really trained. There's a lot of blood, something tears soaked into them. And then I bought these ones and I just thought it was funny because um, walking to the gym, when you see me, I kind of just this date, like just, you know, there's not much to me. I'm like 4'11". Like I'm just very <laughs> under the radar and now I have these pink gloves. And then when I throw a punch or I'm doing a combination or I, I couldn't find my MMA gloves, but like anything like that, they're just like, whoa. So it's kind of like a kind of like a psych for me I just think it's funny yeah. so I love my pink gloves and then those re the, my wrestling boots I've had since like I want to say 2001 no wow. yeah 2001 <laughs> what are the little jars is that like what is that nail polish above? no no what is that no I uh, I, I didn't think it was no. but no my mom would no <laughs> yeah definitely not nail polish okay I basically do um, a lot of like natural wellness. And so um, anything I can do naturally to support my body, I do. So I use a lot of uh, natural remedies like essential oils. And that's basically my stock for when I'm like sick because, you know, sick digestion, um, mm -hmm. pain and inflammation, all that kind of stuff. Like I have a supply. So I don't only use it for me. I use it for my whole family. So I just make sure I have whatever I need on hand. And that's basically what that is. You got yeah. Anyways, that's what I'm saying. Hey, Stacy, before we let Christina get out of here, back to the family, back to wrestling, and just you know beating people to a pulp. What? <laughs> what? It, what is? What do you got left? You'd like to? to I just wanted to give you a chance. I'm going to show a couple of these pictures, oh, no. if that's okay. Oh with yeah. You. Uh, yeah. Here we go. That's my son Dominic and I. <laughs> we were just it's one of the cool. days where we just like hang out, and I think that was a rocky day for us. <laughs> Cute. And yeah. then this one. That was in my early twenties when I was so when I said I was training for the Arnold Classic, I participated at the CrossFit gym in this meathead challenge, and so <laughs> my coach at the time, Adam, was pushing me out of my comfort zone and trying to get me to lift and be super strong. I didn't look it like I didn't like, mm -hmm. I don't know, like look like a bodybuilder type of thing. I just. I just had a lot of power to my to my technique. Yeah, wow. right, right. Yeah. Uh, this that's I'm me training with a gi. So gi is a little bit different. They can use that fabric to kind of it's part of like a judo type of thing, and you can use the fabric to do chokes and any kind of body manipulation. So I was just choking somebody. <laughs> choking. Somebody. It looks like you're put. It looks like you're putting the guy into making his his back into a pretzel. Yeah, so he Jesus. actually has an arm bar applied, and he also has a choke applied. So either way, he was tapping. Wow. Jesus. Wow. And this here. Yeah, that's me practicing my boxing with my black gloves. Wow. <laughs> wow. And, and these then... are like typically the types of people I would train with. They're much bigger, obviously, a little yeah. bit heavier. And at that time, I was probably 110 pounds in that picture. Okay. Jesus. Maybe. And then the last one is there yeah. that I have. Yep. Yeah, me wow. practicing my technique again. Does your husband keep the house very clean? Does he do the dishes? <laughs> you know Does what? he ever backtalk you? He does. I mean, he does. And you know what? I can't complain. He's a he's really great around the house. Like he takes care of Dominic. If I have to go to the gym or I have anything else I need to do, like he's very involved and yeah. he does support. Like he, I don't know when I hear like other wives talk about like, oh, my husband doesn't do that. I'm just like, well, I don't know what that's like because I don't I don't have that. So we both like uh -huh. respect each other's roles in this house and as people. And when I say that, we're like literally 
together and there's no one behind the other it's literally like that so wow. i can't i can't ask That's for a better brilliant. partner in life because sometimes we're each other's like punching bags sometimes we're each other's support beam yeah. sometimes we're just living life and doing crazy adventures together <laughs> yeah right mm -hmm. oh, yeah man. that's wow. amazing that is amazing all right stace you're good with all your questions i'm good you were lovely you're you're you ted talk for you for sure Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving you homework <laughs> definitely definitely could be on a on a TED talk. so yeah. christina you know on this show we ask all of our guests you got 30 seconds in an elevator with sylvester stallone what do you say to him I think I would ask him after all the years of the Rocky saga, what made him want to do Balboa? Why was that important to him to have that done? Great. Yeah. Great question. Unless you know the answer, Mike. <laughs> I do know the answer, but I will save that for <laughs> Sylvester to come on. And that'll be hopefully oh. one of our, we're going to do a whole video of people asking questions. And so, you know, Hopefully we'll get him to uh, ask that. If not, I will uh, write you a message and tell you why. Perfect. <laughs> you have been an absolute kick-ass arm bar <laughs> jujitsu pleasure. Thank yes. you. It's Thank you. Fun. I was like on. so nervous a little bit, but then I was like, oh, you know what? It no. is what it is. It's in God's hands. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. You did absolutely fantastic. Christina, as we always say goodbye to everybody, keep punching. Punching. Keep punching. Thank you guys. See you, my friend. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. What a champion. I love how just resilient she is. And, you know, Rocky's not a big guy. And she's, you know what I'm saying? And she's this exactly. little peanut of a thing and tough as nails. And so was Rocky. I don't know. She's all of it. She's every moment. I'm she, She's absolutely uh, a, a brilliant specimen of what humans can aspire to be yeah. when you keep trying and you don't let that fear rule your life yeah and she is a, a living personification iraqi she really really is she and really, i think really is i think a lot of people watching this are really going to appreciate her story and be very impressed with her um yeah. i really i really believe that i yeah. amazing amazing young woman yeah and i think people i said it last time that people are that you get talked out of your goal or you mm. have a little failure and you're like oh never mind i guess that wasn't for me yeah. uh-uh mm -mm. you gotta keep going you gotta accept being new you gotta accept maybe failing a few times before it works and she is all that you know she she is she kept going so loved her loved her she just an absolute brilliant human being. And I, I cannot wait to take her on a tour to tell her so Whoa. many small stories. You know, all the minutia that Sly share with me and what I've learned. Right. I think she's going to get a kick out of it. I really oh, yeah. think she's going to get a kick out of it. That's going to be a fun tour. You're going to have a blast with I, her. Yeah, I better not say anything wrong because... <laughs> she give me the arm bar across the face. <laughs> Where am I going? Oh my God. What? What are you doing to me? You better have your facts straight. <laughs> exactly. I better not miss a beat. No stuttering. No stammering. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Christina. Okay, Miss Christina. Can I You're get the right. door for you, Miss Christina? <laughs> Well, Christina, again, thank you very much. All right, what do we have? We got to get out of here, Stacy. Yeah, we this both have. We we both have such a, a busy, hectic schedule. I mean, what what could possibly be said that hasn't been said already today? <laughs> well, next time I'm going to open with um, 
Tiffany Safard, Brian's yeah. wife, who we've been talking about because she's really wanted to make his 50th birthday special. So after his 50th birthday, 50th birthday, pardon me, she sent me some video of his birthday. It is decked out, Rocky style, Rocky cutouts, Rocky cake. Nice. Eye of the Tiger playing in the background. And I'm going to save it for next time because I, I knew that I knew that Christina had a, a worthwhile story. And we, you know, we really wanted to spend some extra time. But I just if anyone is ever wondering what to get for a Rocky fan, basically just duplicate Brian's birthday. Wow. <laughs> exactly the way Tiffany did it, because it is a very cool. cool nice. Story. Yeah, I'm going to show it next time. So it's fun. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that's it, my friend. I think we're good. I think we are good. I think this has been a great podcast. I think we've made people laugh. We've informed them and yeah. we've reminded them. Do not ever quit. Keep punching. Yeah. Keep moving. Keep going. Yeah. And um, Stacey, where can people find you to um, hear more of this wisdom and insight? <laughs> I'm at Had Me At Yo on Instagram and The Rocky Files on Instagram and The Rocky Files podcast on Facebook. And Michael, what about you? I am on Instagram. It's a little social media chat thing. I don't know if you people have heard about it. Uh, the Yo Philly Rocky Film Tour. You can check me out on the Rocky Files. You can. Uh, oh, I wrote a little book. It's called. There it is. Cue the Rocky music. There it is. Look at that nice shiny cover. Uh, that is a picture of the lockers that I was stuffed into as a kid <laughs> in the the school locker room. Yeah, it was not a, a great story. Oh. A lot of stories like that in there. Um, and so, you know, you can check that out. And there's also a little movie called The Pretender. It is on Amazon. It's on Tubi Television. It's all over the place. Watch it. You'll enjoy it. Oh, and there's good. even there's even mm -hmm. a little cameo at the end from a guy whose name rhymes with Rallone. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get too creative. I don't know. I'm out of ideas. <laughs> Anyways, Stacy, thank you for another amazing episode of the Rocky Files. Absolutely. Keep we'll see you next time. Keep punching. Bye-bye.